Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 119 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry Dugan, and in just a moment, Brandon is going to introduce to us Megan Valor. Megan Valor shares her story, her journey of raising a child with Down syndrome, and we just, we loved her story. Uh, The things that she does to find support, uh, the way she encourages herself, and really the blessing that she found in raising a child with Down syndrome. And so, Maybe you know somebody who's gone through this, or maybe you yourself are experiencing this, where you've just found out you are probably going to have a child with Down syndrome. Listen to this episode, share it with other folks, inspire, encourage others. Uh, Megan's got a great story. We're glad to have had this conversation with her. Here we go. Brandon, welcome back to your show. It's been like a week. I'm but telling kind of, Is it a week? Because we do batch recordings now, so it throws me off. But anyway. It's been the best week yeah. ever. Felt like an hour, but exactly. it's been a week. Yeah. So for us, it's been an hour since our last recording, <laughs> like a confession. It's been an hour since my last confession. <laughs> I'd be a horrible Catholic. That's my, my Catholic <laughs> podcast. That's yeah. next week. That's next week. Uh, so it's been an hour since we recorded, but it's been a week since you heard us, unless you listened to all our episodes yesterday then. Anyway, uh, but we have on the show, as promised in the intro, Megan Valor, and you're calling in, I believe, from Pennsylvania. Is that right? Yes, I'm in Northeast Pennsylvania. Northeast Pennsylvania. So that's what, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia? No, Pittsburgh's on the west. Philly is on the east side. So we're about two hours north of Philadelphia. Okay. You're not an Eagles fan, though, right? No, no. Uh, I was born and raised in Houston. So, no. Uh, (laughs) I knew you were super smart because you were an Aggie, but I wasn't positive. That's right. And I'm an Aggie, too. So that's always a good thing. Yes. Oh, man. Well, we're glad to have you with us. Uh, and uh, one thing I love to do to kick off all of our conversations, and, and really the feel of this is to be like three friends having coffee together, even though we just met like 20 minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, just very relaxed environment. But to kick off our conversations, though, I love to play a game called Six Degrees of Separation, Fact or Fiction. And the story behind this is... Brandon asked me if I was going to see Bridget Jones's baby about two years ago and whenever that movie came out. I don't recall. But I, I just realized we were at a point in our friendship that we were talking about you know, romantic comedies and uh, specifically his, I'm doing air quotes, uh, favorite actress of all time, Renee Zellweger. Um, and we're going to deny the fact of, I'm not going to confirm nor deny whether or not she's my favorite actress. But in any case, uh, the, the game is six degrees of separation, fact or fiction. So within six degrees of separation, you'll tell us how you're connected to Renee Zellweger. And then oh boy. afterwards, Brandon has to guess whether what you just shared with us is fact or fiction. Now, in 2017, he had a huge losing record. So far in 2018, I think he's three for three, and I want to break his winning streak. <laughs> so you ready? Oh, gosh. I don't know. <laughs> ah, We'll find out, because here you go. How are you connected to Renee Zellweger within six degrees? Okay, let me think about this. And you're from Texas. This should be easy. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So, boy, you're really putting me on the spot here. (laughs) All right. So I actually do have a famous cousin 
So um, my cousin is an actor who lives obviously in LA and he starred in a movie um, that also featured Hugh Grant, who was in the movie, right? With Renee Zellweger. There is that go. right? I believe so. so yeah. That's less than six degrees of separation. That sounds true. So I'm assuming that's really true. Is there really a cousin? I do have a cousin, but no, he's never been in a movie with Hugh Grant. <laughs> Boom! The streak <laughs> is broken. I pretty good. I'm telling I almost said no because you didn't name the cousin, and I thought, wait a minute. She probably just is protecting his identity. But. See, I almost shot myself in the foot and asked Megan who the cousin was, but I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to go there. Good move, Megan. There's a risk. <laughs> awesome. Thank now, you. Now, this cousin, he is an actor. He actually was on um, Jimmy Kimmel, I don't know, a while ago. They did, I don't know if y'all watched Jimmy Kimmel, but um, they did a bit of a guy who looks like Jimmy Kimmel, and people came in to take a picture with him. <laughs> That's they fun. pooled him, and that was that actually was my cousin. So oh, That's pretty cool. I do have an actor cousin who lives in L.A. That's I'm going to awesome. have to look that up on YouTube because yeah. I think Jimmy Kimmel Yeah, it's that on YouTube. On. You can nice. look it up. His name is Ben Warner. That's ben Warner. funny. I like mm-hmm. that. Well, Megan, we really didn't bring you on to talk about Hollywood or Renee Zellweger. Uh, as a matter of fact, we we might even change that the name of the game to uh, Six Degrees of Separation from Stephanie because I kind of found you through Stephanie, uh, her Facebook page. You you had written or you've been writing a blog, but she had, I think, shared or maybe commented on your blog. And so I found your story and just immediately thought I wanted to meet you and and talk about your story. But I also want to preface this in saying, you know, we're the name of the show is Beyond the Rut. And we're all about getting, uh, you know, making your own path and, and getting out of the rut. But we we also talk about not all ruts are bad. They're not necessarily getting away from something negative. They're also just getting to something positive. And what I loved about your story is you just you live your life and, and you celebrate life and you have this unique story because uh your your life is is special and unique and that's great but you don't try to make it something it's not you just live and i'm probably not saying it near as good as you can because you're a blogger and you write really well but tell us a little <laughs> bit about kind of how you started the blog and how you got to almost to where you are today generally people probably have kind of just a general vision of how their life is going to go <laughs> and whether or not it it actually happens that way. I would say probably it typically doesn't happen the way that we <laughs> picture it. But, you know, we tend to live day to day like, oh, everything's going to happen in the way that I'm envisioning it. Right. Um, and so I met my husband. We worked for the same company in D.C. And he's from northeast Pennsylvania. So he moved home and I followed him shortly after. And um, we got married and and I guess about a year after we got married, we found out that we were expecting our first child. So, of course, you know, we we're very excited. And it's actually it's a very crazy story. So um, now when um, after you get pregnant, you're offered this genetic screening, which is pretty new. I would say like within the last five years, it's become Um, more common that they offer it. Um, And they typically only offer it if you're considered a quote unquote high risk pregnancy. And so my doctor offered this screening to me and she said, you know, you could have it. She said, you're not high risk. She said, you could call and see if your insurance will pay for it. And if they will, it's something to consider because if it, 
you know, in theory, it rules out any genetic disorders. Right. Um, and so I called and it was going to be covered by my insurance. So I went ahead and did it. And I actually even remember the phlebotomist asked me, why are you having this done? <laughs> because <laughs> I was under 30 at the time. I have no family. Neither my husband nor I have any family history of anything. Um, and I thought, oh, you know, it'll just give me a little bit of peace of mind. <laughs> and, you know, thinking that nothing was going to come back, of course. Right. And um, I actually kind of forgot about it, put it in the back of my mind. And my doctor called me and said, we got your results back and it came back for high risk of Down syndrome. <laughs> and even then I thought, oh, well, what's high risk? Okay. So for my age, <clears throat> I was typically at about a risk of one in a thousand of having a child with Down syndrome. So I thought, well, maybe if you're increased to like one in a hundred, they consider it high risk. Right. So she sent me to a a high risk maternal fetal clinic and they confirmed through some anatomical screening ultrasound um, that Reagan would more than likely have Down syndrome. They couldn't confirm it until she was born. Um, but not only that, they found that she also had a congenital heart defect, which is also occurs in about half of kids with Down syndrome. Wow. So, yeah, at that same day, the doctor basically told me you can you can do further testing. But he said, based on what I'm seeing, I can all but confirm that your child will have Down syndrome wow. and nothing could have rocked my world more at that point. How old are you and your husband at this point? I was 29 and my husband was 28 at the time. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely not that you're ever old enough to handle that, but definitely hard news to get at 20, 29, 28 years old. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I just think you, it's like anything else that's quote unquote bad or unwanted in life. You don't think it's ever going to happen to you. Right. Um, nor really should you live your life expecting the worst all the time either. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, I mean, our world was completely flipped upside down and your mind just goes to the absolute worst place possible. <laughs> and you feel like your child isn't going to have any kind of happy life and, oh, you're just doom and gloom. And I can't really say why that happens. I think and maybe it's just a very outdated perception of Down syndrome. Um, but your mind goes there because you don't want anything to be wrong, quote unquote, wrong with your child. Right. Um, it's hard enough growing up. <laughs> Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I would say once I got once we received that initial diagnosis, I kind of dove headfirst into information territory. And I just wanted to learn anything I could learn about Down syndrome and the type of heart defect that she had. And really, once I started to educate myself, I felt a lot more confident in the life that we would be living. And it was a combination of the information that I was reading, which, you know, was more up to date than what I learned in seventh grade science (laughs) class. Exactly. And um, I, I started to reach out and read a lot of other moms blogs who have a child with special needs and it was so up- uplifting. And every single mom that I talked to said, it's the best gift you never wish for. 
And it was, <laughs> it was just universal. I mean, you would expect to hear that from at least some of the moms, you know, of course it's your child, right. but it was every single parent that I talked to who has a child with Down syndrome said it is just the biggest blessing. And a lot of them even said of parents who have multiple children said, honestly, their child with Down syndrome is like the easiest kid. (laughs) They're like, if I'm walking out the door with only one kid for the day, I'm taking my child with Down syndrome because they're just the easiest. Right. So it was just really, really great to hear other parents stories and I wanted to share that with my community of people, my friends and my family, because I think it's, I I would feel the same way if I saw a friend who found out they were having a baby with Down syndrome, I would feel bad for them. And I never knew how much joy it would bring (laughs) me. And I want to share that with people. I've always heard that. That's what I loved about your blog is I I know a few people that have a child with Downs and they always say the same thing. And the children that I have met uh, are just the nicest, sweetest, most loving people on the planet. But I would imagine, like you were saying, whenever you first found out and your friends found out and kind of went out through your uh, network, you started to get these responses of, oh, I'm so sorry, and I feel so bad for you, and I want to pray for you, or I want to do whatever. I, I assume that happened. I mean, maybe not, but how did you deal with that if it did? Um, I, it wasn't as common as you would think, um, and I I was surprised at how quickly my attitude shifted. I thought it would take me at least a few weeks to kind of work through all of my emotions, And um, we found out right before July 4th weekend and our friends were having a get together. And initially I said, you know, I'm not going to go. I I don't want to even see anybody at this point. And I ended up going and we are just so blessed to have an incredibly supportive community of friends and family. And I don't recall anyone saying, I'm sorry, it probably did happen. And I know that some parents are pretty offended when people say I'm sorry (laughs) and my perspective on that is people don't mean I feel sorry for you I think that's people's way of saying I'm sorry you're hurting and the reality was I was hurting at that time and so if it if they did say that I didn't take it as oh your child is so doomed (laughs) and that I'm sorry for that I think it's people's way of showing support and quite frankly in situations like this People don't know what to say. And I empathize with that feeling. I've been in situations where I don't know what to say. So I can understand how people would be uncomfortable talking to me about it. And that was kind of another motivator for me starting the blog is I don't want people to feel uncomfortable around me because I knew if I put up a a wall of, of people feeling like they needed to walk on eggshells, it would it would carry over to my daughter and I don't want that for her. I want people to feel comfortable asking her about how she lives and what do you think about the fact that you have Down syndrome? And I want her to be comfortable talking about it too. And I sort of have to start that myself. Right. That's what I loved about your blog is, you know, and and of course nowadays in this, I mean, I guess this has probably always been true, but I love what you said about, you know, whenever you face this situation, the first thing you did was educate yourself. 
So you yeah. knew how to answer questions and what your questions and your concerns and all of that was, you know, it's amazing to me how many issues we could solve with, you know, just racism and just prejudices and all kinds of things. If you just ask some questions, but in this particular case, a lot of people, like you said, may feel uncomfortable asking questions and we, we tend to go, well, I just want to treat her like she's normal. Well, first of all, she is normal. There's, there's nothing, yes. don't treat her different. But right. let's not pretend like it doesn't exist, you know. And right, exactly. <laughs> let's talk and, about it. Yeah, and there's a delicate balance there. And like I said, I understand that discomfort that comes from people who haven't lived this life. So I just try my best to make people feel comfortable asking me questions because the reality is I'm more than happy to talk about it. And I'd rather share my knowledge and help people feel more comfortable in other situations that they might find themselves in that are similar to this. Right. That That's what I loved about your story is you were trying to not necessarily just make life better for you or your daughter, but for everyone to, to just ask the questions you want to ask so we can have an honest discussion. Let's not pretend like there's, there's not an elephant in the room that you don't understand. Let's ask questions about it and, and get, right, exactly. get a real conversation going. And we don't have to call names or get offended. Just let's talk. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Show to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long form content like podcast episodes or YouTube videos into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, Back to the show. Yes. Yep. Exactly. So, exactly. So basically what you did, and I won't put words in your mouth, but what you did was you said, okay, this, this is the hand I've got and, and this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to move forward and try to make life better for everyone around me. And, and, and you didn't really take the labels or the, you know, you're going to be disadvantaged here or you're going to face this challenge. Every kid faces challenges and, you know, every parent faces challenges. I have five and they're all 16 and above. So I've got all kinds of challenges, but uh, <laughs> you, you tried to just make life free, but open. You, you share that life on your blog really well. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it, in some ways, There's a lot of times I've wondered how my perspective would be different if Reagan had been my second or third child, um, because I have no comparison. And in a lot of ways, I think it's a blessing because we're just kind of rolling with the punches. (laughs) And in some ways, I think it would help to know, okay, she's she's a little behind here. We should work on this. Um, but luckily we have, we have a great team around us. She, she goes to therapy. She has physical therapy and occupational therapy. Um, but my goal is always to give her the tools she needs to be successful. And that's kind of one of my big, 
my big things for her. Sometimes it's a fear. Sometimes it's a motivator for me, but I want her to be able to find her level of success, whatever that means for her. And so I'm trying to start the foundation now. Um, So just like you said, trying to do the best that I can. And another kind of perspective that I try to portray on the blog is that our family life is really just like any other family. The fact that Reagan has Down syndrome really doesn't change that very much. We have some other hurdles, like you said, to work through. She's a little behind developmentally, as to a certain extent can be expected. Um, But we're just doing the best we can. And the reality is you have no idea what you're doing as a parent. (laughs) (laughs) And her having Down syndrome really doesn't change anything. You're you're really at the mercy of your child and the team of support that you have around you. So that was another goal that I had is just to kind of show our life is the same as a typical right. family. So I think anybody that's got a kid over maybe two, maybe maybe two is or maybe even one is when you really realize you have absolutely no idea what you're doing. You may not admit it freely, but you don't know what you're doing. And oh my gosh. As no. the, yeah. the grandfather now of three, I, I I now kind of know what I'm doing, but they're not mine. So I don't care as much. I'm, I know I right. probably shouldn't drink soda and do everything else, but you don't care as much, but you're almost done. So it's a different feeling. And, and I love the way you put that as a parent, you're doing the best you can for your daughter. It's not your best for your daughter who has downs. It's just your be- best for your daughter, but you're going to raise That's her in right. a way that shows her that, you know, you don't combat ignorance with with you know complaints or whining or name calling you you combat that with information you've got to educate somebody to understand and and then then you you have to understand that too but you have to just live and and one of the things you say in one of your blog posts is you know just accept god's will and you know this is what i got so this is what i'm going to work with yes yeah exactly and and try and i try to help people see what a blessing it has been for us. And I think, I don't know, I'm assuming on other people's behalf, but I think that maybe there are some people who think, well, you're just making the best of what you have, which in some cases is true. Um, but I would take Reagan 10 times over. Right. And I feel like in part, it's also because she has Down syndrome. And I just, I've, said it already today and I could say it a gazillion times, but I would have never guessed the incredible blessing that Down syndrome has been to our family because it gave me this whole new perspective on life. And it just showed me that something that could be so easily perceived as this huge hurdle to overcome has just completely opened my eyes to the blessings that are around us that I, that I kind of lived in ignorance before. I love that. And that's why I thought it fit the show theme of of beyond the rut, because it's not like you're recovering from some rut or something. You just chose not to put yourself in a rut and say, well, Oh, I'm a mom of a kid that has issues or whatever, which, you know, I, like I said, I've got five kids and they all got issues, whether, (laughs) however we want to call it, but yeah, there's no uh, woe is me story in this. Right. This is we're thriving. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. 
Yeah. And, you know, I had a friend, it was the day after we found out that Reagan would have Down syndrome. And I had a friend tell me, she said, you know, you have no guarantees when (laughs) you decide to have children. And the reality is you're just, you have a window into what your struggles will be. The rest of us are just left guessing, you know, when will my struggles come? What will they be? She said, in some ways, you're kind of lucky because you kind of have an expectation of where your struggles will lie. So you kind of know <laughs> how you're, you have an idea of how your life is going to look with her. Right. So it's just amazing how sometimes people have just the right words to say at the right time. And it's, it's truly, you just have no guarantees in life. Right. That That's so true. We, uh, Jerry and I both have a, a good friend, uh, two good friends, the mom and the dad, they have a son with downs and, uh, Jaden is just an awesome kid. I've never yeah. seen a kid in my life love like he does. And, and just uh, hugs were mandatory every time he ran into the church and stuff. His, his dad's a worship pastor. And, uh, but one time at school, uh, he, he was called, you know, retarded. And I did not feel the weight of that word until talking to his mom and dad about, you know, how that was just the way that, that it was used against him. And of course he was probably, I want to say like fifth grade at the time, fourth or fifth grade or something. So I'll give the kid a break. He didn't know any better that said it, but what it changed in me was we, we come up with our own labels and it's kind of like what you said, you know, we expect what life's going to be about good or bad, you know, well, I, I broke my leg. This is going to happen. Or, you know, I'm a star athlete. So this is going to happen. We just don't know. But the education part of it, you have to be exposed to it sometimes to get the full education. But if you really see it as a blessing, I'm so thankful this kid said that bad word to him because it it allowed him to share with us the weight of the word and what it means. And sometimes we kind of throw it off as just kind of a random word, but why we shouldn't use it in the wrong context like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, there are just so many ways that Reagan has opened up up a new world for me. Um, And I've been able to connect with other parents um, who have children with special needs of of all different abilities. Um, and, And those parents have helped me see what school life could be like and have just opened my eyes to this world of these kids who have so much love. (laughs) And I think before I had Reagan, I really lived in a bubble of nothing bad, (laughs) you know, nothing bad will ever happen. Nothing bad has ever happened. And it has just completely opened my eyes to this whole other world. And, um, it has opened my heart a lot. And I think it was easy for me to ignore a lot of things like the R word and, and just kind of ignore that whole world that exists of people who have different abilities than us. And man, what a blessing it really, it has (laughs) been to me to understand really they're showing me how to live, Right, (laughs) you know, she has already taught me more than probably I will ever teach her in her lifetime. So yeah, it's, it's amazing how when you open your heart to other people that you might not otherwise engage with how much, um, how much it changes your perspective. 
Right. And to me, that's, that's the view of life all of us should have is don't view something as, as a, a negative or a positive necessarily until you kind of get into it and say, you know, I, I got moved to Pennsylvania and it, it's, I, I don't want to live in Pennsylvania. I grew up in Texas or whatever. And then you find out there's a great big community of people that you love up there. And it's just an awesome place to be, I'm sure. And, and, we, we sometimes think, well, this is how my life's going to go. And if it doesn't go that way, it's terrible. Well, that, you know, my life didn't go anywhere near the way I wanted it to, but I love my life. I live a very great, blessed life. So I wouldn't trade it for anything. There, some of the bumps yeah. and bruises, sure, but not the direction it went. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. So what's been probably the most um, impactful piece of feedback or connection you've made with someone who's read your blog posts? Oh, um, I would say that it's kind of gone both ways. I, I, before I started uh, my blog, I reached out to some other parents and like I mentioned before, they just completely lifted me up and, (laughs) and honest to goodness, this group of moms of kids who have down syndrome call ourselves the lucky few. And that's what they all said. Welcome to the group. And it's (laughs) an incredible tribe of people who are just ready to advocate, help you advocate for your child and advocate for your child. Um, So that kind of started the fire in me. Um, But I've had other moms who either found out when their baby was born or found out while they were pregnant that their child has Down syndrome. And kind of asked me the same questions that I asked the moms before me, you know, how do you cope and how do you process all of this to which I really don't have a good answer, (laughs) except that I could give them a peek into the life that we have now, which is basically not very different. Um, A lot of moms said, you know, you'll have more doctor's appointments and you'll have therapy and you might, end up in a special needs classroom, you might be in a typical classroom, you might have a mixed day, but your life in general is just not very different um, with a child with special needs versus a typical child. Um, And I think that's just the message that we share with each other, um, that, you know, be prepared to advocate on behalf of your child, but otherwise, you're just going to have a child like the rest of us. So... (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Uh, the way you put that, though, you, you don't get into this group. You know, it's, it's a special exclusive group. You can't buy your way in or luck your way in. It's like it, it you got to earn your way into this. So that, that's yes, cool. that's right. That's right. So uh, other than the blog, what, what do you what do you do on a on a regular basis? Do you uh, do you have plans for to expand the blog or is the blog just kind of a way for you to to vent and kind of outlet and help other people? Um, I think it just is right now. Um, I, you know, I've toyed around with the idea of writing a book, but that seems a little daunting to me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it's, it's just a very enjoyable hobby for me right now. I really enjoy writing. Um, and I've reconnected with people that I had not heard from in a while, Stephanie being one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's very flattering uh, to hear from people who, you know, have decided to click on my page. Um, and it's just such a joy for me to share Reagan in, in stories that I conjure up in my mind. Um, 
So it's just a hobby for me right now. If it goes somewhere, it may go somewhere. It's kind of up in the air right now. <laughs> That's great. I, I, I loved it. And I love the title, you know, the path we travel it, it just, you know, if you, if you want to check out Megan's blog, go to the path we travel, it'll be in the show notes and stuff. But I love the title title because it's just, this, this is the road we're on. And I'm not saying it's a good road or bad road. It's the road. And and we're going to see the blessings on it and we're going to travel it happily and, and, and just be, we're not going to worry about somebody else's path. This is ours. Yes, exactly. And we're happy to be on it. That's awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. I, I just, I, I was so excited to meet you and uh, just find out a little bit more about your story. And I would totally encourage people to go to the blog and, and check out, uh, I guess it's more Reagan's story than yours, but it, it's an awesome uh, bit of just glimpse into her life and your life. And of course, everybody's better off if you get educated about Down syndrome or anything else that maybe you you just have a prejudice against, not, not in a really bad way, but just you don't understand. Go find out about it. Meet somebody and help yourself just understand better the way other people live in the world. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. If you loved everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 119. There you'll find a link to Megan's website, thepathwetravel.com, which I just told you. But anyway, let's say you forgot that, but you remembered beyondtherut.com slash 119. Go there. We'll also have our contact information, ways that you can look up some of the resources that are available uh, for families who have children with Down syndrome. Now, we're glad you joined us, and we hope you join us again next week. And until then, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.